Take care of your property with equipment you can count on, like the Kubota BX and L01 Series compact tractors, part of our under 100 horsepower tractor lineup, rated number one for reliability, and Z Series mowers and sidekick utility vehicles, where durability meets speed. Visit your local Kubota dealer for a demo today. Go to KubotaUSA.com for full disclaimer. Visit GoKubota.com for a dealer near you. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. And when I say welcome back, I mean welcome back uh, to. There's, I can't even speak right now. The the abs just, I they left me speechless for the first time in a while. Uh, but we're back. We're talking. We're talking abs hockey tonight. I'm gonna open it up with my. Hardworking co-host Jared. Jared, what you drinking over there? What you doing to relax? Uh, nothing. I have a Pepsi and um the Red Bull from work still. So there's that. Oh wow! Oh wow! Yes. Man, what a uh, game! <laughs> take away those first forty seconds. Actually, the entire first twenty. Really, this game wasn't close at all. Like. You literally take away the the Avs first twenty minutes. Not a good first twenty. Like they didn't register a shot until pretty. Like I think it was like over halfway into the into the third period there, or first period, third period. Jesus Christ, first period there. After giving up um, a goal forty seconds into Pacioretty on his seventeenth of the year. But I mean. Uh, you, you take that out of the equation. Colorado then turns around and outshoots Vegas. And outshoots Vegas. And then doesn't outshoot Vegas in the third because, well, they just. They didn't need to at that point, you know? Um, yeah. A, a, a couple of interesting, really quick side notes as well. Yeah, yeah. Colorado in their last, what is that? Let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six. Make it seven. Seven games at home. Seven and oh. They've given up eight goals. <laughs> Wait, no. Wait, nine goals. Nine. Nine goals. And. They've scored, hold on, let's see, math guy here, uh, 8, 16, 
11, that's 27. Plus five more night, 32 goals. Really without the three-headed monster killing teams like they are now starting to do, that three-headed monster looks like they are ready to go. And they are ready to just eat teams alive. Yeah, it's it was kind of you know you know with us we were always talking about which Avs team was going to show up, um, you know whether it was just the three headed monsters showing out and having you know a, a dominant performance like they can very well do, or if it was going to be you know bottom six type guys stepping up and and getting those gritty uh, hard working goals which you know you and I both love to see as athletes, um, you, you know and it, it's. It's great to see all of it click. I think for the first time in a long time, I can only name really one glaring weakness um, that I can see on this Avs team. I swear to God, if you say it's a fucking goalie, I'm going to lose my shit because Grubayer is fucking fine. No, it's the backup. Not, we all not, know it's the backup. But yeah, the backup I, I, I'm so fucking <laughs> tired, man, of hearing about Avs have a goalie problem. Avs have a goalie problem. Avs have a goalie problem. Bro, the abs don't have a, a fucking goalie problem. There's no Not way. He, he posted, he, he has the best save percentage in the league. I mean, straight up. I, I, mean, I think maybe, I'm not sure how the Lightning did tonight if they played. But he would be the guy that would be leading him. Only, only tender. Vasilevsky lost tonight, so there's your answer. All right. So you, there you have it. Save percentage-wise, Grubauer is the best in the NHL. And, and here's the other part, too. And NHL PR tweeted this out, so it's a big fucking deal. Philip Grubauer, in 27 games played, is the fastest goalie in Avalanche or Nordique's history to reach 20 wins in a season. He beat Patrick Waz in 2000-2001. Do you know what happened that year? <laughs> Uh, let me think. Gee, Jared, I, I can't remember. Can you can you refresh my my memory? That's what happens when you win a Stanley Cup. When you have a fucking goalie as hot <laughs> as this guy right now, you are riding this motherfucker to the end. Did Johansson have a bad game against Arizona? No. No. For Johansson, no. He, he had a, a Johansson game. He didn't have a bad game. But the book on him is that move him laterally. I, I was talking to some other people right after that game, and that's that, that is the number one thing that I noticed was if you get him moving side to side, he, he's fucked. He's one hundred percent fucked, and it's it's, it's hard I, to see it. I like what he showed in overtime. I do like what he showed in overtime. I will get. I mean, he he surprised me. I, I'll say that compared to his play in the first, especially that game. Um, but I mean. Yeah, it's you know it's what we expected. It's it's Jonas Johansson, you know. And I, I mean, he, the everything I'm seeing right now, I, I I'm liking from from a from a overall standpoint, not just five on five. Five on five, the Avs have the most goals for and the most goal and the least goals against five on five. Second Tell best me, goal differential. Tell me that doesn't correlate directly to what you need to see in the playoffs you don't get a ton of power play opportunities in the playoffs when you do you need to capitalize 
power play one was horrible tonight again i don't i i don't understand it i don't know if it's they're being too cute with the puck whatever it may be and and all you're seeing is just you're seeing gerard and taves work so well together on that second unit with burkowski on the side nachushkin in the net front donsko in the middle keep in mind that's four left-handed shots on that on that power play they don't have a true right-handed shot like like McKinnon is posted up on the left wing. They're they're running Gerard over there with Taves headmanning it and and Burra in the one-timer spot on the on the opposite side. So they what they're doing is they're working the puck around really well, and that's what that top line is not doing with the man advantage. They're being too cute. They're not getting enough shots, and the and the fact they're eating up 75, 90 seconds of a power play right now, it, it's just not going to cut it. And it was the same thing in overtime when the Avs had the power play in overtime against Arizona when you could have taken four of four points. And, and yeah. you didn't. You, you, just, you, just, yeah. you just didn't. Yep, and, and just to... That's, that was the other thing I was, I was going to say. I mean, backup goalie, sure, call it a weakness. Group will be starting in the playoffs. Like, you know, but... The other thing was, you're right, Jared, our power play, it seems to only come alive with that Burakovsky line. When it does, usually. And for the life of me, I'm just as confused as you are because the Avs statistically, and you can see it while they're skating, are the, the best team in just 5v5-wise in hockey. And, I mean, it's just insane when you actually realize how good they've been um, taking out the uh, statistical anomaly that Russo over there in Arizona said against shots. The Avs have outshot every team in the NHL. Oh, yeah, Minnesota. My bad. It's been a long day. A little bit of a hot mic there for you folks, but... (laughs) Let's let's With let's, let's news, not even get into that. We'll save yeah, that for yeah, another we, time. We will lots to talk about, folks, and it's good to be back. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, they it's, it hasn't been close, Jared. I mean, the shots they've put towards goal and just overall shots in general, they lead the league by a wide margin. The last I checked, they had doubled up the Carolina Hurricanes. That is insanity to me, because Carolina yeah. generates a ton of shots. I, I, I do. Mean, Sebastian Aho alone generates more shots. Uh, Martin Niches, a, another guy who just funnels pucks in that. Dougie Hamilton's another guy who just funnels them from the point. And, and the the thing you're seeing, especially with the Avs now, and, and keep in mind, Fleury's no slouch in goal. He is not slouch in goal. And he posted an 8.44 save percentage tonight. 8.44, five goals against. And keep in mind, only one of those is on the power play. And it's not the top unit. So, and... Just from watching, from watching it, the, the Donskoy goal spooked him. It just got him out of his groove. Because it was a, one of those weird bounce goals. It, it was probably one of the weirdest goals I've ever seen. Yeah go in on any goaltender for that matter. And 
and and Colorado is starting to really keep true to this. We're holding teams to minimum shots, 19 shots against again tonight. That's under 20. They had a streak of what, 14 games in a row where they held teams to under 20 shots. And then I think it was the game against Arizona with Johansson. That's that was one that broke the streak. They're right back to it again. So, so what are we actually seeing with, with, with this abs group now? We're not seeing this whole run and gun shit that we're so used to seeing when we had uh, in the early years of Bednar, where we were trying to be a, a high octane team, a really high, a really fun team to watch. They still are a fucking really fun team to watch. I mean, yeah, always, it, always. It, but it's, it's not. It, it's not like they're, they're they're too much of it. They are the perfect amount of speed and finesse, where you are just literally tearing teams apart. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's it's almost like, <clears throat> I mean, I'll just say it straight up because it's basic math. The past three games, they've outscored, I mean, Minnesota and Vegas. I, I mean, it's 17 to three through three games. You're seeing a mental shift right now because they're what's happening jared because people again have been hurt you know we were going to drop some games it's okay we're still in third place we all knew that like you, you know for me it was just kind of like i wasn't really too worried about it you know if the like, it's unfortunate to see the abs lose those games because during this this impacted season we're having all your points matter because it's all in your division you can't pick up points elsewhere it's tough <laughs> So, you know, every game does matter. It's it's tough to see them drop games, but it's like the, you know, they've done well for 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 what they've been through. And I mean, Grubauer especially has put the team on his back. Um, he's played the most in the league as well, if I'm not mistaken, minutes wise. So. You're seeing just a mental shift, Jared. When when Grubauer's playing and, and when the Avs are healthy, they are dominating teams to the point where you got Samuel Gerard tied with Drew Doughty for most points in the West right now among defensemen. Which he might have passed him tonight. <laughs> or actually. That's insane to me. And Here's something that um, Bednar just completed his post game conference and, um, well, his post game post game Zoom call because COVID. Um, <laughs> this is so interesting to see, and it really tells you what Bednar is expecting of this club. When he was asked about his team performance, he said, "It was just okay for me. I thought we looked sloppy." How the fuck is it just okay and you look sloppy and you won five to one? What? What needs to happen? What needs to improve? I, I mean, I'm, I'm, again, I'm confused. <laughs> I mean, I, 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 I mean, you know, it's, it, it's one of those things where it's, uh, it, 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 it's one of those where you look at it and go, their first 20 wasn't great in, in the slightest. It was not great. But at the same time, I, 
I, I'm amazed that that's what was said in the post game by by Bednar. Yeah. At the same time, I guess we really shouldn't be that shocked. No, it's good to have your head coach say that too. You know, always trying to improve, always trying to get better, never complacent. You know. And and speaking not, of Bednar, just... uh, third most wins in franchise history, only behind uh, Bob Hartley. So pretty good name, pretty good name there. Yep. Only yep. behind Bob Hartley and Michelle Bergeron, who was the coach of the Quebec Nordiques for eight years. Wow. And okay. uh, if if you take out Bednar's first year, the dude's winning percentage is over six hundred. And that was with a Patrick Waugh team that sucked ass. Just completely sucked ass. And the, here's the crazy part about that first year, right? We all talk about that year. It's a year we never talk about. No one ever wants to talk about it because it's just, it, it was an anomaly. Nothing about that team said that they were 42 points or whatever the hell it was. No. It was some, some astronomically fucking stupid, like just, just stupid points. It was amongst the lowest in the league ever. What? What do you? How many points was it? Forty-eight points. Forty. I was close. Yeah. Forty-eight points. Yeah, very close. Yeah. Nothing about that team says forty-eight points. Nothing. No. When when you look at it, no. Mm. I mean, you have you had Carl Soderberg, who had twenty points that year. If you look at Carl Soderberg. In general, nothing about him says 20 points. No. Like, or sorry, 14 points. He had 14 points. You look at the only 20-goal scorer that year was Miko Rantanen. He was a rookie, and he had 20 goals. The only 20-goal scorer on the team. That's it. Wow. Nathan McKinnon only had 16 goals. Nothing about Nathan McKinnon says he has six, he he scores less than 30 but a year. You got to remember, Jared, just how raw he was when you know he would turn it over a lot early in his career. Um, you know, it, it was like a roller coaster with him. But you've seen him mature um, definitely over the over the years, and he was always he was always top tier talent, always. But you know, early on in his in his in his rookie year, in his second year, he you know, it was a lot of ups and downs. Like, oh, like what's he getting into? Oh, like that was amazing. Oh, what's he getting into? Oh, that was amazing. <laughs> you know, it was like back and forth. It kind of embodied the Avs just in general as a team. Um, watching them play those years. Yeah, and 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 again, everything about this team, I keep going back and saying, okay. Is this the turning point? Is this the turning point? Is this turning point? Are we really starting to see that team? Because Scott said it. I mean, how we were going. I don't remember where we were going. I think it was, what, late? Maybe it was late February, early March when we went up to freaking Boulder. And we yeah. were listening to Scott's, uh, Scott and CeCe on Front Range Hockey Podcast. And... Which, great, 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 by the way. Great pod, guys. Always keep it up. I mean... We love listening to your stuff. We will always, always support it. You guys kill it over there. <laughs> and we were listening to it, and and Scott had Scott had mentioned that 
the abs are no longer the favorites and then it, Which, it, was, it was almost like it was almost like a chicklets bump yeah like, like where, yeah. where players get a fucking chicklets bump i'm waiting for Kadri to get his 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 episode just got released earlier in the week and and i'm waiting to i'm waiting to see it him turn it around too but like like you see things like you see guys like that and you go okay so maybe they're not really the favorites right now and you look at it and go and they actually yeah. went through some yeah, some rough patches yeah but, and, you know they were playing not like they are now at all it's night and day difference and i mean I here's a here's the craziest part too, right? We get in like deep into the third. Yeah. Brandon Brandon Saw didn't touch the ice in the final five minutes. Didn't touch the ice. McKinnon didn't touch the ice in the final four minutes. Uh Kadri, final five. Landis Cog, final four four and a half. Burkowski, final five. Ranton, four and a half. And and really had McDonald not gotten stung. Which I, I'm going to refute everything that was said on altitude. I don't think it was the Reeves hit. He blocked a shot in front from Noshek. He blocked a shot. It looked like it caught him in the ankle. So it looked like he just got stung. It's a 5-1 game at that point. Don't even bother. And I don't know if you saw everything that Stevenson and Landy were getting into. Just from the get-go. Stevenson, I mean, Stevenson from the get-go. Landy man. was lucky to not get a penalty on that yeah. hit on the, on the wall. He was extremely lucky. It was the exact same hit that uh, Pacioretty delivered. The exact yeah. same. Granted, not yeah, as much force, it. but still, it, it's, you can't put a guy in that position regardless. No. And, but they were, I mean, even, you know, pre-warm-ups, they were going at it, just chirping back, you know, back, forth, back, forth. Like, they were, I mean, then, and then, I don't know if you saw the Stevenson... <laughs> kind of little baby slash that he gave Landy right at the end of the second. Um, you know, they were just going at it back and forth. That and is, every time, every time Reeves was around the play, I, I just, I would hold my breath during the third. I was like, nope, like, nope, nope, nope. But That was Vegas trying to get back into the game. That's what they're trying to do. You, you throw in, and we said it on, on the Twitter account too. Yeah. I, you, you have guys I mean, out there. Like you, you have Tuck, you have Carrier, and you have Reeves. They are out there to do one thing: take people's heads off. That's all they. Yeah. Were, that's all they're out there to do. Reeves is not good for anything other than starting shit, and he's really good at it. He's really good at it, but you don't play into it. Look what happens. Exactly. I love the response with. Uh, <laughs> I mean, just going into the third, breaking down that third after that just dominant second that we had, I was like, you know, Vegas is going to come out pushing and push. They did. I mean, they kept our first. Kale had like a two minute shift. Um, Entire top line was out there forever. Top line was up there. Uh, Yeah. Like you said, just forever. And but they weathered the storm. And then and then you get the just the great speed assist like speed goal with uh with comfort and and peb i mean just to, to cash in like they weathered the storm and then they did what they needed to do in the third you know no questions asked so that goal from a car 
beautiful goal. McCarr's goal was insane as well. <laughs> like, oh, that there's two things here I want to go over. Talk about two, two really quick, like really really important things. Number one, McCarr's at the end of his shift of a minute twenty when he potted that, and he blew by everybody. Here's the other piece that nobody saw, and I caught it again on the replay, and that's why I thought. Ryan Reeves, as F3, as the third high forward, stepped in to hit Belmar for no other reason than to hit him and try to change momentum in a one-goal game. That makes no sense. None. You protect. I, I get it. It's fourth line against fourth. Right? Yeah. Calvert's out. Yeah. And, and early on when I was watching, I was going, man, we miss Calvert. Right. I said, yeah. it, I said it to someone, too, and that... Belmar and Calvert drive that. They, they drive it. As long as you have do, those two guys, throw in O'Connor, throw in Comfer, we'll be fine. You could throw in like Hunter Miska at that point. You're going to be fine. Yeah. And, and, and so when they're getting hammered in the first, I'm going, oh, shit. Fourth line's going to get hammered. Blown away. Yeah. And, and then all, all of a sudden, you see. Belmar headman the puck, then take the hit to, to make the play, gets to O'Connor, and O'Connor does a great job of shielding the puck the entire way. By the way, first NHL assist. Figure that out. Yeah. Which just leads to McCarr blowing by everybody. And it just shows when he's when he's on, holy shit. That's that's a fucking scary. Scary play because when when, when McCarr gets going and he just starts really starting to feel himself, do look the fuck because he's going to start tearing apart. I mean, Jared, he it's like they're talking about in post game because I can't really find a better way to describe it, but he is just edgy with the puck when he is skating with it. Like it's such, it's it's hard to say like you know where he's gonna go with it. It's so tough because he's so shifty like that. I mean, he he looked like a like a snake going in there with you know the way he he positioned himself around the defender to to go five hole. Nonetheless, I mean that was just and I was I was so excited for LOC because prior to that he had that breakaway where he flashed just his speed in general, you know, you know, great breakaway chance by him. I think it was earlier on and, or maybe it was later earlier. I was in the third. Yeah. So they, yeah, you just, and by the way, comfort figured out what happens when you shoot the puck, um, <laughs> opening up for his first goal. That was great to see. And he had a two point night. I mean, they they just played probably you know as well as they could have tonight, and the result was well earned. And then Brett Heimlich with the with the save of the year on the review. Yeah, and yeah. That, I remember it was like what was it like all last year or two years ago. He was just a god of reviews. Like, and just another interesting note too. This includes tonight's games, right? 
of goalies who have played 10 or more games. That's how I filter this. Because if you play like five games, you shouldn't qualify for dick. So of the goalies who have played 10 or more games, so not starts, just 10 or more games. Grubauer has the lowest goals against average in the league by almost, well, by two point, by 0.22 points. And he's second by 0.001 in the save percentage. Leads the league in so shutouts. And leads in time on ice. So Vasilevsky still leads him by 0.01. Zero 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 one. Whew. A thousandth of a save percentage. I mean, that's about. <laughs> and by yeah, the way, that's as close. <laughs> Gruber has twenty wins. Vasilevsky Vasilevsky has twenty one. So they're right on for wins too. I mean, I mean. Grubauer's not seen as many shots, but that's also because of what is going on, like we talked about already. The Avs are not giving Nature, up a ton of shots. Yeah, they just keep the puck in the third zone the whole time. It's like our offense creates a great defense, and when we do, it's usually one and done with group. Shots against per game, 25 for the Avs. Shots for 35. That's average, folks. Average. The season. That's over all 32 games thus far the Avs have played. And they got their most important one today of all days. <laughs> Going to be when you guys listen to this. Uh, you know, playing Vegas again at noon. Yeah, and I mean, I, I, we can go on and on and on and on about this game. Um, oh, yeah. But yeah. We're, we're, we're through the halfway point. And we were going to record a few days ago. We had some things come up. We had technical issues. It was a mess, like usual. Um, who would you say right now is your, your, your standout guy? Who, who has impressed you the most through these 32 games? For me, I'm going to go with a defenseman. Not named Kale McCarr. Or Devontae's, for that matter. But I'm going to go with Sammy Gerard. The defense that he has played, the amount that he has played, the weight that he has shouldered stepping up for those guys injured throughout the course of the season, while being tied for tops and points amongst defensemen in the West. Give me that all day, man. All day. You know me. <laughs> guy i mean yeah and if you're going to tell me that the avs leading defenseman in points past the halfway point mark this season was samuel gerard go ahead and slap me like no no way but here we are and hats off to him he's having a great year But uh, I'd have to ask you the same thing. (sighs) Here's the thing. 
and this is going to hurt to say this, because all we did was rip on him with Scott and CC. It's fair. Right now, it's Tyson Jost. I mean, great, the, great pick, by the way. The kid has stepped up. He's played in of in thirty of the thirty-two. He's averaging thirteen minutes on ice, and he's still a plus three. And that went up tonight. This is all before the games get added in tonight on uh, Hockey Reference. So, I, as much as I, as we just ripped on and just tore him apart. I mean, he's he's playing above what anyone expected of him to this point. He's killing penalties. He's he's doing all the little things right. I mean, he he got hit by Ryan Reeves and just put just popped Reeves right back. Like you're, we're not doing this. Uh, there's no way. Was that his hit in the third? Yeah, yeah. Great hit, by the way. And and another one who's really how strong he is too. Exactly. And another one who's impressing too is I, I, I can't say Jacob McDonald because we've known how good McDonald is. It was it was the it was the Graves thing part two, essentially. We we knew that Graves was gonna be good. We didn't know how quick yeah. he was gonna turn over. But we saw McDonald for over a year in in Loveland. So we, we knew McDonald was gonna be good. But it's just really starting to look like that McDonald for Toninato deal, which everyone at the time was like, What the f- is going on yeah is now looking like that that graves deal again so i and, and you can always go with your usual your usual suspects miko ranton he's above a point per game nathan mckinnon above point per game uh gabriel landiscock he's one point off of point per game so i mean you can go with all these guys and i i, I mean the entire fourth line is just really playing well Belmar with a great goal tonight. Comfort with a freaking perfect pass over there too. I mean, as yeah. as much as we as much as we want to just say, hey, like we need we we need something here. We need something better. We need this, that, the other thing. This it's hard to find something outside of the It's hard to find something outside of the uh, the the backup goalie to to be an issue at this point. Yeah, they played that well against great competition, nonetheless. In Minnesota, was a bit of a surprise to everyone. I'll give I'll give, you know I'll give you that, but I mean they're still a great team with what they're doing. They're young and they're good. I'd say give him, you know, three, four years. And and then let's just follow this up. Who are you least impressed by thus far? Least impressed? I'm going to go with... And... It's tough just because uh, for the life of me, I can't understand why. Because you usually get more production uh, out of this guy, but, but JT Comfer. Just overall, I mean, excluding tonight's game, he was amazing tonight's game. Um, 
you know, last few games he's kind of turned it on. But season as a whole, he has not impressed me much. It's like even even when I get the chance to watch, you know, like the third period of a game or something, I'm scratching my head saying, you know, where is JT Comfer? And that's a bad sign <laughs> for me. Um, he... But tonight, I mean, he tonight past couple games, he's flipped the switch. He's skating with purpose, and he's he's shooting again, which is which is great to see. Um, but for the season overall, it has been him, just because I thought we were going to get a little bit more out of him production wise by this point in time. Um, but uh, but what about you? Mine's not going to be one guy in particular mine's going to be a group of people okay and it's the first power play great pick again that has you have legitimately quite like quite possibly the best line in hockey on the ice at once plus Nazem Kadri plus Kale McCarr lineup <laughs> like there is no reason that you should be anywhere near 15th in the league and they're only in fifth or 13th in the league they're 13th in the league because of the second unit plain and simple i i, I mean think think back to the first 10 games of the year who was scoring the power play goals taves i mean Taves and burakovsky and Kadri, to an extent, he had a nice run there. Yeah, and for a little bit. I mean, it it's hard to fault Ray Bennett because second unit's doing pretty well. Yeah, and the power kills phenomenal this year. Last I checked, yeah, they were top five. Penalty kill their second. They're second in the league. Second, yes, second. It, P, PK is second. That's. That is outstanding. So special teams, I mean, it's just, and you got to think that they'll figure it out at some point, top line. And if they do, Lord have mercy on whoever plays the Avs in the playoffs. If they get that clicking, you know, and everyone's healthy, watch out because this five, six goals a game could be, you know, I'm not trying to to do this for like cloud or anything like that, but it's a, a reasonable chance that they could be putting seven, eight up a night. Regular season. Postseason is a little bit different, but regular season, if they get this top power play clicking with what they do and they sustain this, take the over every single time. Every single time, take the over. Hammer the over. <laughs> You're not I wrong. Mean, and I mean, damn. <laughs> here's another thing, too. The Avs are now starting to go. They're, they're on a six game homestand. Job, job number one done. Great job. The Avs are 13 4 and 1 at home without fans. That's, I'll, I'll, I'll take that 100% of the time. I will take that. Yeah. And, and keep in mind, they have a plus 39 goal differential right now through tonight. They have plus 39. They're starting, to, they're starting to score goals. I mean... Second best behind Tampa, but they've let in fewer goals than Tampa. Interesting enough. 
Yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I, I would have just looked at it. I was like, seriously? Like, oh shit. Wow. That's scary. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I mean, everyone's kind of looking at it like, oh, this is, it, it, it's a mix of like, oh, St. Louis can win the division. Oh, Minnesota can win the division. Oh, Vegas is going to win. Oh, Colorado's going to win. At this point, by the way, St. Louis lost tonight 2 nothing, putting 35 shots on goal and giving up 11. 2 nothing to the Wild. To the Wild. The Wild had 11 shots, scored twice. It's not good. No. Who was playing? Was it Bennington? I think so. I, I didn't look too deep into it. Um, but. Gotcha. I'm. <sighs> Everything I see points to this being a two, it was Bennington points to a two horse race in in the West, and you are seeing it for for what this game should have been tonight, right? It, it, it's the same thing that we had with, with with the games against Minnesota a week ago. They were they were expected to be, be tight games, two one, yeah. two one, three one. Three, two, just something. A one to two goal gap. That's it. Maybe an overtime thrown in there. Who the fuck knows, right? Yeah. Empty netter, maybe. Like, you know, maybe. <laughs> exactly. And but. then you turn around and you just speed bag 11 to one across two games. You go down to Arizona, you win 5 1, and then you lose in overtime. You lose in a shootout, whatever, at that point, you know? And I'm not even worried about that game, Jared. That's that's a game that we, you know we both know was to get group ready for 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 this series against Vegas because he had played so much and had done so well. Uh, I mean, keep in mind he was already at nineteen wins before they finally brought in Johansson, and it was purely just to spell him um, because he needed a break. So, I mean, that game, I was surprised we kept it that close. Shootout's great, in my opinion, picking up a point with that happening behind the scenes. You know? and, and keep in mind, while the Avs are playing, or right before the Avs are set to play Arizona in Denver in just about three weeks' time, the trade deadline hits. April 12th, the trade deadline hits. And we've we've talked a little bit before about getting back with Scott and CC and doing something before the deadline and yeah, seeing if we can get something set up there. And quite frankly, that is going to be one where we're we're going to look at it and go, okay, what, what let's address the problems now. Yeah, and I mean, here's the other thing too. Here's what I love about this Avs team, and here's what I don't want to see. I don't want to see them get into this this shit again where they go, oh, we won a bunch of games in a row. Okay, let's drop a couple. That yeah. will stunt you this year. That, that shit cannot work this year. Yeah, especially this year. Can't happen. I mean, in, in past years, you, you could get away with it. Yeah, because you you'd pick up points outside the division. You know, it'd be okay. You know, we'll go clobber Detroit two days from now. Make up for it. We'll, we'll gain points in the East. We'll gain points against the the Ottawa's of the world, yeah. the the the, yeah. the the shit bags of the world. Here's yeah, I mean, just the the gauntlet of goalies in the West, Jared. 
which by the way, probably the best gauntlet in the NHL as far as gold tenders are concerned, top to bottom, with Grub included. I mean, the Avs have they've made Flurry look human, which up to this point everyone thought was impossible. But they did that. You know, five one, great game. But they've also been facing night in and night out guys like you know, Darcy Kemper early season before he went out with injury recently, Ansi Ranta. Um, Cal Peterson's having a banner year for some odd reason. You, you, go, you, you know, I mean, it's a tough gauntlet of goalies if you think about just top to bottom who they're having to face night in, night out. And they still lead the league in goal differential, basically. They're still up there. I mean, you're getting teams like Edmonton and everyone there up north skating like it's, you know, like it's like it's 70 speed, like eight to nine. I don't know. Like, you know, I don't know if that's ever been done before, but they're playing at like record pace up there. No defense. And then you look at the West and it's exact opposite. It's, it's grit. It's more playoffy style, in my opinion. It's a much um, more physical division than the east the central and the north especially the north and keep in mind you got guys like cassian and lucic up in the north division fantastic fantastic those yeah. teams are also dog shit calgary looks calgary has not looked the same since call since colorado beat them 5-1 no. or since, since colorado they, beat them in the playoffs in, in five games they haven't looked they the broke same them. broke them and edmonton just it, it it doesn't matter if you have Connor McDavid or not. It was the same thing. You had Wayne Gretzky, great. You also had a huge cast of characters around Wayne Gretzky that made him really good. Mark Messier comes to mind. Keep, keep in mind he won another Stanley Cup with the Rangers in '94. So yeah, I, I'm I, I'm I'm not impressed enough with Edmonton as it is. I've I, I'm still not impressed with Calgary as it is. And 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 you can throw the Canucks out of it. I mean. The, the Canucks are you know, minus 20 goal differential tell me again how Quinn Hughes is making that team a better defensive team please I'm yeah. fucking open to this conversation Canucks fans <clears throat> Canucks fans <laughs> like seriously like, yeah and, when, when you look at it and, and here, here's something I just saw on Twitter too it kind of blows my mind and, I, and probably close it on this I'm I everything I see is Taylor Hall is going to be traded from Buffalo. Someone on Twitter, don't know who it was, but I saw it on Twitter, said, "Oh, let's get rid of Byram." I was like, "What the fuck are you smoking?" For he's just getting into his in, into his in, into his pro body keep in mind this was a kid who was basically scoring at will in the whl right yeah he is yet to score a goal i don't even, hell has he even recorded a point at this point? just I don't yet think so i mean he's had some chances he's played well he has, he has two opinion. points he has two assists two okay. assists so he's got two assists on the year he he was scoring at will against uh, against a pretty damn good talent in the WHL. Keep in mind, the WHL is a pretty heavily like fighting league. 
Um, that's physical. They get into it. I, I, I mean, he scored 26 goals as a 17-year-old and put up 71 points, 67 games. I, I mean, the, the kid does know nothing but knowing how to score goals as a defenseman. At, at the same time, still being a plus player. And he's consider here's what he's doing he, in his last five games. He's getting more and more and more minutes. He's right in that range of upper 15 to lower seven to like mid 17 minutes per game. That's kill McCarr numbers. That's Sam Gerard numbers. And he, Which, I mean, he's, he's what he's doing. He's providing the as a reason to make guys like Ryan Graves expand expendable in the expansion draft. Tyson Jost, Logan, Logan O'Connor's making a hell of a case to make Tyson Jost, JT Confer expendable in the expansion draft. Kiefer Shearwood, for Christ's sake, did it too. And can we talk about how good Martin Kaut's been playing recently as well? I mean, you gotta think he slots in there somewhere in that fourth line, right? I mean, damn, like, and Byram, for, for what you and I were, you know, he's ahead of his timeline. I mean, you and I thought he'd be with, with the Eagles most, of, you know, for some of the year, at least. And then now he's here averaging, like you said, 15 to 17 minutes per game on ice. And he's playing rather well, uh, very well, mind you, for, for, you know, a rookie in the NHL. Um, I, there's and TJ Tynan's another one of those guys where I just look and go, holy shit. Yeah. Like at some point we're gonna have to give him a solid look. Jason Magna's playing really well down there. Um Liam O'Brien's another guy who's playing really well. Kiefer Sherwood's got six points in four games. Couts five and five, Magna five and five. Uh Shane Bowers, he, he's starting to get going. All of his points are goals in fifteen games, but he's okay. he's starting to get it going. And keep in mind, because last year through 48, he had 10 goals, 17 points, or 17 assists, 27 points. So he wasn't playing bad by any stretch of the imagination. But that was his first pro year. His first year, and that was cut short by COVID. And keep in mind, the Eagles were on a trajectory to really make a run. They were playing well. In the, uh, in the playoffs for like, the Calder Cup. I was so... I was so... Oof. Yeah, I was sad leaving... That arena during that time when it happened. Um, and they, like you said, they were they were going up, man. I mean, they were playing well, strung together like a great point, great game streak. I think twelve, thirteen, somewhere around there. And and Trent Minor has played exceptionally well for the Eagles yeah. as well in goal. I mean. He started six games. He's two, three, and one with a two, eight, six goals against average. Uh, there's not a lot you can do there. And I mean, Hunter Misko is playing great for the Eagles. I'm sure he's going to continue to play great down there. Uh, Peyton Jones' first pro year, he's starting to feel it out. Um, Adam Warner's kind of been blown up a little bit, which is a little bit concerning. Um, yeah. But at the same time, he was getting blown up. And he ended up turning it around after he came up and had to jump in for Frankie that game. So it, it's kind of a little bit of everything at the moment. 
Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And I mean, for for the life of me, I can't stop thinking about those Colorado Sky jerseys. I'm going to have to pick me up one of those men at some point <laughs> because they look fantastic. And um, really quickly here, uh, last 10 games for Colorado. Okay, last 10. Yeah. 43 to 16 for goals for Colorado. 134 to 71 in high danger attempts. You know me, you know I love me some high danger stuff. Yes, sir. Those heat maps have been looking real nice. Here's a really here's a really fun one. 407 to 222 shots on goal. They are averaging 40 shots on goal and giving up 22.2. They are outscoring teams 4.3 to 1.6. They are out high-dangering teams 13.4 to 7.1 per game. Tell me this is not a fucking dangerous team because we got that little fucking troll on Twitter. <laughs> and that, dude, there is no way that these guys are as bad as everyone tries to claim they are. There's no way. None. No, and I think they proved it tonight with what they did to Vegas. They absolutely proved their case. Tonight was a statement game for them. And I mean, talk about a guy having a great year right now. I would not want to be on the defending end of Miko Rantanen this year. Regardless of how bad the top line's been on power play, once the power play gets going, his number is going to shoot up even more. But he has been shouldering the load for goals, and that, along with Landis Gog for some just really clutch goals as well. McKinnon's getting back into his groove. Five on five. No one can mess with them when they're healthy and clicking and they have the depth like this. And there's really no weakness at all besides a guy who's sitting on the bench, if you really want to call it that. Once they do get clicking, because we've seen that top power play click. We've seen it and it's been glorious. It's resulted in 7-1 drubbings of Coyotes in the playoffs and magnificent back-to-back Brazilings of people. I mean, you know, uh, they've just been absolutely... If they get that clicking on top of what all they do offensively, their offense is their defense, they... Because Avs teams have always been like that, you know, always speedy, shooty, but... Now they're, you know, they're also winning face-off percentages heavily, usually for games, which you usually don't see in Avs clubs. And it's really good to see that as well. You so, haven't seen really good face-off numbers since Ryan O'Reilly and Matt Duchesne and Paul Stastny were centering up lines. Yep. Not, it's been a minute. <laughs> but yeah, they're just, they're on a tear right now. I'm here for it. I'm enjoying the ride. I'm sure you are as well. It's been a real treat to watch them play uh, when I've had time to. I mean, 
and when you guys have a chance to, I don't care if you, you know, go back and tr- try to catch a replay somewhere. YouTube, YouTube the game highlights because what they're doing on the ice right now, it's beautiful. NHL66.io if you want to watch the full game. Yep. Cheap plug. Very effective cheap plug. Works amazingly. <laughs> um, but yeah, Jared, any any closing thoughts? Any closing thoughts you got, man? I, I, I'm still just laughing at Bednar saying that the team's performance was okay and they look sloppy and still won five to one. Yeah. Mind boggling to me. Mind boggling. It should have been seven. <laughs> I don't know. For the life of me, I don't know. But uh yeah, folks. Really quickly. Does um shit name? Um God dang it, now I gotta go find the fucking thing again. Um, Colsar. Does Colsar get suspended? Yes or no? I'm gonna say yes for a game. I bet you he gets a, a slap on the wrist with a fine. He gets a fine. I'd be willing to put lunch on it. He gets a fine. Right. Maximum under CBA. He just gets fined. That's it. He's a rookie, first-time offender. Does he make a stupid hit? Yes. Does he launch? Yes. Does he connect with the head? Yes, but shoulder was first. All right. Is it, is it charging? Yes, because he leaves his feet. Does he target the head? No. Do we all think that was a stupid hit? Yep. 100%. Yeah. Just like the Pacioretty one was stupid, too. Yep. We'll see what happens, but I'm willing to take that bet, man. Definitely. We will find out tomorrow. Yes, sir. And uh, folks getting into it, just coming up, got some just exciting news uh, for future podcasts. Uh, like Jared said, hopefully the, the future collaboration with uh, Scott McDonald and CC. It'd be great to reconnect with those guys, see what they've been up to as well. Uh, really exciting to see what CC's been back to Eagles games covering those. So that's been uh, great to see him do that. We'll, you know, we'll reach out to them. And um, also going to get a Nuggets episode out. The trade deadline actually was today for the nba and the nuggets uh were buyers folks big time buyers um and uh i'm gonna tell you guys why i believe they're the best team in the nba because of it and that's what you got to look forward to also might get an episode in with sin bin vegas was talking with those guys afterwards they seem like really chill guys um we might bring them on crack a few beers, talk about some hockey with them. But we'll see. Uh, again, just fantastic being back. I'm stoked to be back talking. Like Jared said, it's, it was tough going out. Uh, we were trying to get an episode out even before the mid-season points and uh, just got busy. You know, life happens. But you guys know us. We'll always be back because that's what we do. And uh, yeah, that's about all for me. So folks, thank you. Have a great night, and we will, yeah, we'll be back when we'll be back probably next week. Uh, exciting stuff, folks. Yeah, my family home for the holidays. I'm in the studio cooking up music because I know I never got time to waste. This is a decision I gotta make. Made it here, I can't stop now. Had to make what I got now. This is the life I chose, seen the highs and lows. I've been getting what I want now.
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.